apps can do a lot of cool things. You could order dinner, gamble on your favorite team, and track your health. You could even get a mortgage. One click and you can be approved. I'm not sure by who or what country they're in. You deserve more from the mortgage industry. At AnyMac Home Mortgage, we believe in the need for live human interaction during a very complex process. The kind of service and guidance which an app simply can't provide. Our customers are more than credit scores and income documents. They're individuals and families who live in and strengthen our communities. Their story is our story, and that story begins in a home. Chris Sawyer is an expert on providing superior customer service and in meeting the mortgage needs of current and future home buyers. With over 18 years of experience in the industry, Chris is able to help customers migrate through the home buying and home financing process by using his wealth of knowledge as a well-qualified mortgage professional. And best of all, Chris is located in Cromwell, Connecticut, where he has helped hundreds of clients in Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island make their dreams of home ownership a reality. Visit chrissawyer.annie-mac.com, email him at csawyer at annie-mac.com, or give him a call, 860-878-8730. Chris Sawyer, NMLS number 39345, corporate NMLS number 338923, Mac Home Mortgage, an equal housing lender. American Neighborhood Mortgage Acceptance Company, LLC, DBA, Mac Home Mortgage, Lo-Fi Direct, Connecticut First Mortgage Correspondent, License Lender, Broker Number, ML 338923, Massachusetts Mortgage Lender, and Mortgage Broker License Number, MC 338923, Rhode Island License Lender, License Number 20112810L. Call for additional details. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Posting Up Podcast. I'm Big Jace, joined by Sean Scanlon. We got a lot to talk about. Been a little bit. It's been a while since we've done our podcast. But uh, don't worry. We got a lot, especially with the Brooklyn Nets, the soap opera that has been. Uh, So since our last podcast, let's just recap. They fire Coach Steve Nash. Then a couple hours after that firing, uh, there's rumors coming out, oh, we're going to get Udoka from the Celtics to come be the new coach. Then that gets shot down. And then because of what Kyrie Irving tweeted, he is suspended uh, indefinitely. Uh, there's a checklist of tasks he has to take care of, uh, like sensitivity training and a bunch of different like training and that stuff uh, for his insensitive tweet. And then now... As of today, Jacques Vaughn is the new head coach for the Brooklyn Nets. Sean, I'm going to start off. Can Jacques Vaughn, can he right the ship? Can he bring uh, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and the rest of the Nets together? Can he be that coach that gets them back in the title hunt? Nope. I think this team is far beyond repair. It's just, you know, it feels like every day you get a new story coming out of Brooklyn with something that's just going terribly wrong. Um, Obviously, the whole Kyrie anti-Semitic tweet thing. uh, And then, you know, Kevin Durant, um, they're pretty much being the only ones showing up. Ben Simmons has not looked great since he's been back. And then the whole coaching ordeal. um, I was super confused when the first report came out that Udoka was who the Nets were going after. Uh, Didn't make much sense, uh, especially since he was kind of still on the Celtics staff. But it's, I mean, it really is a soap opera. It's, it's unbelievable that, you know, they have this much talent and it just seems like it's far beyond repair. Uh, I think that, you know, either at the trade deadline or at the end of the season, they got to blow this thing up because ever since Kyrie and Katie came here, uh, what is it, three years ago now, it's just been nothing but disappointment. 
and I don't think it's going to get any better. Um, I'm glad that Jack, Jacques Vaughn got the job because he's been in Brooklyn the past couple of years. Um, I think that he deserved to get it because he's been there. And giving Udoka a shot wouldn't be fair to him. But I just I this isn't a job I would want right now. Um, it's not attractive, even though they have good players. I, I think it's just gone way too far downhill. And uh, I don't think there's anything that could really turn this around. Yeah, I, I, I'm I with you. Like, uh, I, like it, it's so weird, this whole situation. Like, KD, it, is he still one of the best players in the world? Yes, of course. Kyrie, yes, but I, it's insane what's gone down while they're, they've been here and they haven't really been able to compete. It's just insane. Yeah, I think they do need to blow it up. I'm with you there. Just start over, start anew, see what you can get for these guys. Um, do what the, my Jazz just did uh, with Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. Get, get it done early because uh, they it, it isn't. It is just isn't happening now. With if they do do that route, I mean, regardless, this is the downfall of the Brooklyn Nets. It would you, throughout the KD Kyrie throughout this era of the Nets has the issue been more of Steve Nash and the coaching, or has it been just the players? Has it been the James Harden's, the Kyrie Irving's, the James Harden's? Has it been more of a player or a? Uh, upstairs front office type problem. I think it mostly falls on the players um, just because they're obviously three big personalities. Um, James Harden is gone now, but when he was there, three big personalities in the locker room. And then Kevin Durant and Kyrie, who both believe that they're the alpha in the room. Um, I just don't think it's been a good fit together. And obviously they're both great players. Um, Kyrie hasn't been on the court, uh, especially with this suspension. And last year, the last two years, the whole COVID ordeal. Um, you just haven't really seen much from him. And I don't think the coaching helped out. I don't think Steve Nash uh, really did much, even when he saw him on the sidelines. Uh, he didn't look that animated, didn't look, you know, that engaged uh, in the game. I just don't think he was a great fit um, coming in as an NBA coach, especially with this much personality in the locker room. But I do think it eventually comes down to the players. They just haven't performed. Um, they really haven't made any noise uh, in the playoffs that getting swept last year. Um, KD, you know, obviously if his foot was behind the line the year before that against the Bucks, they might go a little bit further, but I don't think they win a championship. So I think it comes down to the players, but this whole, um, the whole organization, uh, is just not doing great. They traded away a bunch of young talent when KD and Kyrie came in, lost a lot of really good players. Um, and I think that kind of has come back to bite them because they did it for all that star power, but the star power <clears throat> hasn't really brought you any further than, you know, that team, you know, with D'Angelo Russell, Jared Allen, Karis LeVert uh, kind of brought you to. So it's kind of just gone nowhere, and I don't think it's going to, you know, pick up going uh, anywhere, you know, from here on out. Yeah, uh, I, I'm, I'm with you. Like, it's just been I, – I feel like that was the real downfall because, I mean, Steve Nash, he was a good coach. I mean, the, the Nets were good with him at, at as a coach at times. Like – the, the the Nets were doing good, but like yeah, trading away those young guys, that Harden trade. I I think, granted, I I like James Harden as a player, but I think that was the real trade that sent them, uh, on a downward spiral because you did you got rid of those old guys. I mean those that young talent. You already had your two stars. You don't need a third star. You just need those pieces 
around them, and that's what they had. And that team could have made a run. I could, I wouldn't have been surprised at all. But uh, yeah, it's just rough. Uh, I, 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 I don't know. Like, you need to just yeah, blow it up, start from ground zero again, um, and see what you can do. Maybe not be, not go after stars. I feel like it just never works like that. You you gotta go get draft picks, uh, get some homegrown talent. Uh, cause I mean, you see that working all over. Uh, I mean, you saw that with Boston, obviously, uh, Thunder are big. I mean, a lot of teams are doing that right now. The Thunder, the Rockets, obviously my jazz, like all these teams that that's the status quo now. Just get rid of your guys, get draft picks and hope and hope those draft picks pan out. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's important to you know, grow with uh, or homegrown talent to bring them up because, I mean, if you go out and get stars, it's really you're buying in right now and you obviously your mortgage in your future uh, to try and get a championship right now. And it just hasn't shown up in a lot of cases that it really works out. Um, it's pretty rare. And I think that, you know, teams are getting smarter. They know how valuable draft picks are. They know how valuable, you know, bringing up young homegrown talent is. Um, obviously, you can supplant with some people in free agency or trades at the deadline, uh, if you think that you're one piece away, but going all in like this, I mean, you have to be pretty confident and obviously the Nets were, but it's come back to to bite them because they haven't gone anywhere with it. And I I think that, you know, um, Sean Marks and the whole uh, front office of the GM or front office of the Nets uh, is definitely regretting that right now. Yeah. I mean, we will see, uh, I just don't see a way where KD and Kyrie ever works anymore. But, uh, all right, let's change it up. Uh, let's switch gears here. Uh, we, we used to do lock of the night as far as a betting, betting goes with basketball. It's just so hard. Uh, games, it's so fast paced to do a bet, uh, one single bet to last a whole week. So we're going to do fantasy lock of the week. We're going to give me a player. Uh, we're going to keep track of his fantasy points in the games he plays. So you might want to look for a play, for someone who has more games th- that week or has tougher opponent, uh, a week part of the schedule. A lot more factors going in. Let's see. And obviously we'll keep track, see who wins week to week on a week to week basis. But uh, all right, Sean, who is going to be the inaugural uh, champion here, or uh, yeah, well, he lock. will be he will be the champion. Um, but there's a lot of pressure here. I mean, first fantasy lock of the week, you got to come out strong. And uh, which which way can you come out more stronger than Luka Doncic? The way he's been starting this season, um, uh, he's going for Wilt Chamberlain's record for most thirty point games to start a season. Obviously, you add in all the rebounds and assists that he brings. Uh, the Mavericks are playing well, so. Uh, Lucas playing at an MVP level. Obviously, I know it's very early, but uh, right now he's been, you know, unstoppable. So I think this is a fairly easy one. Um, I know it's probably a little bit of a SpongeBob square pick, but you got to you got to go for the throats in these ones. So I, I think that uh, Luca will definitely bring it home this week. All right. No, I mean, that's not a bad pick. I mean, obviously, Luka Doncic is a beast. Uh, but yeah, let's I. Yeah. I mean, sure. I'm sure Luca would be will be picked a lot in this uh, this this uh, category here, this segment. But uh, I'm a 
I'm gonna do it just because my Jazz are doing good. I'm gonna go Lori Markinen, bro. Uh, they Keep got Atlanta. Yeah, they got Atlanta, Washington, Philly on the road, and then they host the Knicks uh, this week. I, I I think he will put up some numbers there. Either between him and Jordan Clarkson for me, but I I think. I think the Jazz will continue to do good here, but and then they'll eventually hit their wall, uh, hit a ceiling, and things will hit reality. And uh, I'm just going to ride them while they're high. Let's keep going. So, yeah. They're, they're Mark playing well. Against Luka Doncic. Fantastic fantasy matchup. All right. All right, we got something fun to end the show. But first, we're going to hear a word from one of our sponsors. So stay tuned. And then we will get to the team randomizer draft. I'll break that down more after this. My name is Roseanne BC, and I'm a certified health coach uh, with the company called Optivia. I'm a coach because I love helping people transform their health and their lives. There's a couple different plans. Um, it's safe for a lot of different people and a lot of different ages um, and places in their lives. I have so many clients that have had such great success and there's a portion of the program that is you get your health coach, you get the products, but you also get a community of people who are there. So we do Zooms every Monday night um, nationwide and if people want to get more involved with other people on the same journey as them, then they can join in and have that kind of support. The website you can reach me at is sacredrosehealthandwellness.com. And um, you can email me from there or you can book um, a virtual coaching session there where we can get your health assessment started and get you moving in the right direction. All right. Here we go. There's the wheel, the randomizer. It's going to spin, and we will be doing a draft. Uh, Point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, center, and sixth man. But you have to pick someone from that current team's roster. So uh, if it right now the arrow's pointing to the Warriors. So, Sean... If you got the first overall pick with the Warriors, I'd imagine you're taking Steph Curry. No, but uh, wise man. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, wait, yeah. that's actually my pick. No. Okay. So what I'm gonna do here to okay. decide the order, I'm gonna spin it, and then I will let you pick. You can either take that pick or give it to me, and then that'll be the order. We'll interchange back and forth after that. Sound good? Got it. Sounds good. All right, let's see what the first spin is. The Brooklyn Nets. Do you want the Brooklyn Nets? I'll I'll take them. And I'd imagine you're going to go with? Nicholas Claxton. Uh, No, uh, Kevin Durant, small forward. All right. All right. I am keeping track. Uh, I can't share the randomizer and the draft thing. So, uh. Yeah, so you got Kevin Durant right now. Now my turn. going to spin again. And what do we got? We got the Cleveland Cavaliers. I love it. My two, my boy, Donovan Mitchell. I'm not mad he left. I'm not mad he left. Eh, You sure? No, because we're building the future. We're going to get Victor Webanyama, baby. 
All right, Sean. Not if you keep winning games. Nah. You got the Cavs, too. Ooh. Um, Don- Donovan Mitchell's off the board, though. All right, so I can go one of two ways here. I can get a nice rim protector, or I can get my point guard right now. I will go with – I can get a point guard later. I'll go with uh, Evan Mobley. Um, do I put him at the four or the five? Uh, we can't shift stuff around as it goes. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll just I'll put him at the five now, but see if we okay. want to switch that later. Need need some uh, rim protection. He can score down low too, so I like Evan Mobley there. That's crazy. When you went one of two ways, and you go Evan Mobley, I thought you were gonna go Jared Allen. Disrespectful. Jared Allen's a good player too. I'm... Evan Mobley's a beast though. Okay. Uh, all right. The Orlando Magic. Um, I'm gonna go the young buck, Paolo Bancaro, baby. He's been balling out too. He's been yeah. on another level. Like he's been, yeah, he's a straight monster. But uh, I like I like the way my team's looking up. Let's go. Got a got a young like this. This is I'm building something for the future here. That's why I went with Mobley. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Okay, Sean, you got the Bulls. All right. Um. Hmm. This is. I will go with. Uh. Patrick I'll go with Demar. Yeah, at Patrick the four, Moore. um, I'll just move. Yeah, I'll move Katie to the four, Demar to the three. Okay. Play a little bit smaller ball. I would go Zach Levine, but I feel like he's always injured and has an injury history, and I believe more in Demar. So yeah, DeRozan. Okay. Um, Demar DeRozan. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, I'm kind of shaking, but Evan Mobley's like I think. If I get a good big, I think he, he eating up. But uh, I let's see. What's the disrespect to Evan Mobley for? The solid <laughs> player. I he's no Jared Allen though. When you talk about rib protector, oh my god, what the fuck? <laughs> the San Antonio Spurs. Um, who's even? Keldon Johnson, right? Yep. Yeah, he's good. I'm, I'm just I'm gonna put him at six, just cause. Yeah, he could be good off the bench, maybe. Yeah, give you give you a little spark. Uh, yeah. I mean, he, he ain't going in my starting lineup. That's for sure. But uh, okay. All right. All right, Sean. All right. Give me something good. Okay. Some guard spots. Oh, and the Hornets. Uh, oh, feel... Lamelo. Gotta get my point guard. Uh, okay. I like scary. Team. Your team's scary. I'm not gonna lie. It's scary. Who do we got now? I gotta pick the Bulls. 
The Bulls, I will take. Yeah, is Levine at one, though? Nah, he's, he's a shooting guard. But I got Mitchell. I'll, I'll put Levine at the three. You don't want Alex Caruso? No. 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 I'd take. I'd probably take Kobe White if I really wanted to. But, uh, okay. Uh, all right. Sean, what you got? Six man and a shooting guard. I need a point guard in the center anyway. The Nuggets. Give me Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray. You you ain't going to put. Okay. All right. Wow. I guess I, I guess I could have, but nope. All right. Yeah. You could have moved Mobley to the six man. Got a yoker there. We're just taking Joker off the bench. Ooh. Oklahoma City Thunder. I love it. I love it. Give me Shea Gildress Alexander, baby. That man better make his first all-star team this year. He's a beast. He's a monster. I've been I've been I've been praising him for the past couple years. He needs to. He needs yeah. to. I think he, I think it's just because it's too small of a market and because they suck. But he is the realist of deals, bro. I mean, if if what's his name can be uh, a starter, because come on, uh, no disrespect to Andrew Wiggins, but come on, you know, yeah. All right, uh, who you got next? I should have been spinning this. I'm sorry. Sorry, I need a six-man. Or... Hmm. The Nets. Um... Oh, my God. What? I'd... I don't want to take Kyrie. I don't want to mess up the locker room. And KD's already on my team. I don't think they work together. Uh... Damn. This is a tough one. Huh. Mm. I don't know. I'm stumped. Let Dude, me... come on, bro. Just just pick Kyrie. Oh, I'd love to take Kyrie, I guess. I don't want him, but I'll take him. Hey, I mean, I at least about... he's a six man. Yeah, I was thinking about Ben Simmons, but I just uh, no. Oh, that's I mean, I forgot Ben Simmons even plays him. All right, I just need a big. That's all I need. I should have taken. Let's go the real big. Let's go, Jared Allen, baby. Oh, you're getting bullied in the paint, bro. Bullied. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are, dude. That's fine. Well, Evan Mobley will go out to the perimeter, and Jared Allen won't be able to uh, contend out there. So it'll be fine. No, I mean, okay. Whatever you say, buddy. Let's, uh, let me just quickly throw up the final tally up there. Uh, I should have took Seth Curry from the Nets. Oh, that would have been a good one. That would have been a good one. Sorry. But I mean, my team. 
my team's still winning. I don't know, dude. I don't know. That's crazy. The Cavs three times. Wow. That's wild. Yeah. And none of us got Darius Garland. Wow. Uh, yeah, it was between him or Mobley. Nah, dude, I I got you. M- m- nah, dude. I also didn't know that I would fall on the Nuggets and have a chance at uh, Jokic. So looking back at it, could have been better. But you live, and, you live and you learn, you know? Dude, I got the fucking Spurs, bro. Like, I, I was destined to lose anyway. <laughs> I got the Spurs. That's, yeah, that's a tough break. But, uh, yeah. I, I I mean, both of our teams not that bad. Nah, but yeah, all right. That's gonna do it for today. Posting up, nice short one. Um, hopefully we can get Zay back next week. Talk about the Knicks. Uh, we might have a special returning guest to talk about his Sixers. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. That's gonna do it for myself. Big Jace and Sean Scanlon. We'll see. Make sure you check out clovercrestmedia.com for a bunch of other great podcasts. That's going to do it for us today. We'll see you next week for more Posting Up Podcast. Hello, my name is Joe Aguirre. I'm the president of Clovercrest Media Group. And here at CMG, we have a wide variety of podcasts, including sports shows like Keys to the City, The Roll Call, Throwing Jabs, All Four Downs, and Jawing About the G-Man. And great true crime shows like Sticky Meek, Crimes and Consequences, Ivy League Murders, and Burn, the Unsolved Murder of David Eichmann. You can find all these podcasts and so much more by visiting CloverCrestMedia.com.